It is indeed the Random Fandom with Brandon and Brandon podcast. Thanks for for being with us, tuning in for the 68th episode. That music always geeks me up. It reminds me of why we're doing this. How you been? Good. I'm Good. doing very well. Nice to see you. Nice to be here with you. Nice to talk about a lot of things in store for today. Here, uh, we're recording for the first time in 2019. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And it's not raining men, but it's raining a lot of uh, geek Good video field. games. Oh my gosh, yes. Those of which we're still playing, finishing up from... Yeah. Uh, quarter end of last year and those which we're looking forward to um there's going to be a groundswell of great big titles coming up real soon it's and in succession video games and we're men Hallelujah. so we're right in the demographic so we want to talk a little bit about uh i think we should also <clears throat> maybe talk a, a little bit about what we're finishing up and what we're currently playing just real quick yeah like a but, little catch up but i think we need to go into what's right around the corner we've got a lot of great video games coming out in the next couple of months so we want to just kind of shot for shot go over those, right? The bigger titles, anyways, yeah. Yeah. What else we got? Well, we both saw Aquaman. We saw it together. Uh, we might have different opinions. We're going to get into a, a lengthy-ish spoiler-filled discussion about that because most of the world's seen it by now. So have a you, i A lot I'm of sure. the world has seen it by now because that thing is Jason raking Momoa. in quite a bit of money. Indeed. And what else? Oh, speaking of Spider-Man, no one said that. No one said anything about Spider-Man. <laughs> speaking of Spider-Man, I'm going to start speaking about him. <laughs> I, I, I rewatched Spider-Verse uh, into the Spider-Verse for the second time. I uh, took my daughter to see it. And then, literally, you just texted me earlier today. Yeah, I was like... Uh, homecoming. New, not homecoming. No, Far From Home. Far From Home. New Spider-Man, Far From, homecoming. Far from Home trailer out. Is every title going to have from home, home in it? Came, yeah. Hmm. Next one is like Homegrown or something. <laughs> yeah, it just came out today. <laughs> he just becomes a weed farmer. And... That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's probably got a lot of pain. His body's been subjected to a lot. And we are going to talk about that new trailer. It literally just came out. Under my nose, I just saw it today. Can't wait to give my fresh, fresh takes on it. Yeah. So why don't we get into it? But uh, just like every episode, we have to thank our fake sponsors, because without them, this would not be possible. Please, yes. For those of you who love celebrities, love food, Mm. you're really going to want to listen to this right here. Something very special, exclusive to the Random Fandom with Brandon and Brandon. Brad Pitt has been the sexiest man alive time and time again. And a big part of that is his penis. If given the chance, millions of people all around the world would want to taste Brad Pitt's penis. It's a fact. Well, now you can have the next best thing with Brad Pitt's dick-shaped breadsticks. Hi, this is Jim. And I'm Arthur. Two of Brad Pitt's biggest fans. We were able to cast Brad Pitt's dick in its most erect state in dough. And from that dough came Brad Pitt's dick-shaped breadsticks. Get a taste and grab a bite from your grocer's freezer section today. Just pop them in the oven, and 15 minutes later, they're done. Hot and tasty. Mmm, just like Brad Pitt's dick. Plus, with celebrity-flavored dipping sauces, you can taste all the places Brad Pitt has put his dick. Like... Oh, this one's sweet. A little plain, but sweet. Jennifer Aniston. Ooh, that is hot, spicy. Angelina Jolie. Ah, this one tastes awkward. Like I, Kind of like I'm licking the handrail of an old folks home. Kind of garlicky, salty, but kind of a sweet, like an orange peel. Ugh, Julia Lewis? 
So, if you're hungry, and you wanted the shape of Brad Pitt's dick in your mouth in the form of a breadstick, then pick up Brad Pitt's dick-shaped breadsticks. Brad Pitt's dick-shaped breadsticks. Breadstick-shaped like Brad Pitt's dick. Hey, do you remember a few years ago the, the fappening, which was when all of the nude pics came out? Mostly Jennifer Lawrence. and then Well, she pic- was kind of the big highlight of it, yeah. Yeah, I... I I wouldn't say that I partook in it, but I definitely know of it, if you know what I mean. Well, this fake sponsor is kind of like a, the fappening of your mouth. Especially if you like Brad Pitt and his nether regions. I do, I do, I do. He's top 10 five, best looking guy. Eh, even top five. You oh, got yeah. like Ryan Reynolds, Brad Pitt, Fred Savage, probably two others. Fred Savage. <laughs> I just felt like they're anyway, One of these is not like the other. We did not, not like come to talk about hot men. This time. Oh, but episode 69, which is our next recording, oh, we totally should be. Okay. Want to do it? Yes, let's talk All about right, let's get this over with, and then we'll do a, a double recording. episode 69. Where should we start today? Lots of stuff to get into. I know we said a lot, but eh, it's not false. <laughs> yeah. Movies? Um, TV? Video games? Hmm? Hmm? We don't have anything in TV. Oh, we so do? let's start there. No, we do. Game of Thrones, the little teaser what? trailer. Did you watch it? No, I did not. Okay, let me tell you what it's about. Okay. <laughs> because it's only like a minute and 30 seconds. It's. I don't know if it's actually footage from the show or if they did this little teaser just for the sake of a, a, a commercial. Uh-huh. But it's Jon Snow and that, that text message. I have no idea. Jon Snow, yeah, he's a guy. And Arya Stark mm-hmm. and uh, Sansa Stark. And they're in the tombs of Winterfell where all their ancestors are buried, right? Uh-huh. And then it, they, they're walking down this long, ominous-looking hallway with torches. And then it leads to three statues of them. But Winterfell doesn't memorialize the living. They only memorialize the dead. You see like Ned Starks, Catelyn Starks, and you hear voices as so they're walking ob- past. It sounds like it's obviously made yeah, but it, for a trailer. It, wouldn't that be cool if that was actually footage from the season two? And then all of a sudden this frost and kind of like mist starts creeping in and it really hints that, you know, mm. uh, the White Walkers are near. It just gets unless me so they, pumped up. Unless they're thought to be dead for yeah. some crazy reason. You know, we were just discussing before we started recording, like, what have you been up to these last few weeks as far as, you know, like fandom stuff? You know, talking different video games. I said I went and rewatched uh, Into the Spider Verse, but you and your girl are watching uh, Game of Thrones from the very beginning. How yeah. cool is that? Oh, I it's can't, so much better. So I can't wait for you guys to get caught up. Like it's probably going to coincide, hopefully, right with the start of this season because this season. Oh, I don't think we're going to be. Th- yeah, you might that far. Get into I it. mean, we are just have no life for like a week. We we just started season two, and it's hard to. That's another thing I meant to say. Marathon too much through that when you don't have very much free time. Uh, But this teaser brought the release date with it. That was what was important. April 14th. Okay. We're we're doing this April 14th. I can't wait. Well, I I don't think, like I said, I don't think we'll be done with all of the current seven seasons by that point. It is a big undertaking with Um, 10 episodes apiece. Yeah. Hour-long episodes, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. Especially when what you're doing is you're maybe watching one a night with your partner if that person is home, you know what I mean? So yeah, real life can get in the way. I understand. Yeah. But I will say when I watched game of Thrones the first time through, it was really confusing for me. There was a hundred percent. Way too many characters. I didn't read the books. No, there's way too many characters. I never knew the names and I would only sort of get the connections between them all. And somehow on the second uh, watch through, I, I understand everything. You can see clearly now that, Yeah. The snow has come. The snow has come. Yeah, but it's no, pretty I, rad, huh? It, yeah, and and it just it's I'm enjoying watching it the second time through much more than I enjoyed it the first time. And 100%. what's nice is that I can stop it and explain it to my girlfriend when she goes, "Wait, I'm sorry, who is that?" 
And I'd be like, oh, that's Stannis Baratheon, who's, you know, and I could kind of like oh, go into that. Oh, these family trees can get really twisted. It's very confusing. I think, and I'm saying this, yes, admittedly as a huge fan, it's probably my favorite show of all time. In fact, it is. I know I said that when we were like three years ago when we started this whole thing, which is fun to think about. Um, I think this season has the potential to be like the biggest season in television history. I say that not as hyperbolic statement, but literally Game of Thrones is one of the biggest shows of all time, yeah. both in, you know, just as far as ratings and its following and its production value and its scope. And it's, it seems like it's going out while on top. Yes. Where if you look at something like Walking Dead, yeah. the Walking Dead viewership shuffling their feet. has completely dropped. I mean, yeah, that's the easy one to I point to, and I agree. I don't know anybody who, I mean, because it used to be a, a phenomenon, and, and we used to get people together. Oh, we were together. part of it, yeah. yeah. We were. We used to get people together We'd have to like come our Sunday over on gatherings. Sundays and, and watch the next and episode. And then decompress and talk about it for like an hour and yeah. stuff like that. Sometimes and watch Talking Dead. I don't know dead. anybody that watches it anymore. It, and so, yeah. so you get something Walking like Walking Dead. Walking Dead is kind of dead. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you get something like Walking Dead that's that was a cultural phenomenon, and they just milked it for all it was worth, and it ruined it. Yeah. And with Game of Thrones, I feel like they're not doing that at all. They they realize they're on the top of their game, and they're still still saying we know we can make so much more money on this, but we're just we're gonna call it quits. Yeah. This, this this is a story that has an end. The fact that there's so much that is gonna have to happen in seven episodes, the fact that the episodes are all longer, the fact that this production cycle took way longer, that's why it wasn't even on in the year of 2018, tells me that this is going to be a full-out assault. It'll be epic. Yeah, I mean, it, there's, it's not, li- really there's not a better word, word for it. it. I think this literally has a chance to be the biggest season of the biggest show, in my mind, of all time. This could be like history-making yeah. television. And, and I'm and very I- glad that my girlfriend is finally agreeing to watch it because she, she kind of previously looked at it as like, no, I just hear it's very violent and everybody dies. and yeah. I, It's not really her type of show, but I had to convince her that this is really a psychological show with... That titties just focuses, and dragons. Yeah, that focuses on titties and dragons. She's like, that's awesome. <laughs> um, that really focuses on like the lives of people and the way they change and how the things they've gone through form who they become. And she kind of was like, oh, okay. That's more than what I thought it was, which is titties and dragons. <laughs> titties, dragons, and killing. That's what she thought it was. Ample amounts Not of everything. Not that she's wrong, but it's more to it. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I need to go back and rewatch probably the last two seasons to get really caught up to date since it's been out of practice for a year can't wait for it that was just a quick aside that's what's going on tv and also uh very soon just like three days from uh the time of this recording second season probably last of punishers is due out on netflix too so something i'm looking forward to Uh, i like the punisher and And then a week later it will get canceled i'm sure yeah probably but uh we'll be uh hopefully you know inundated with that kind of for me that'll be like a nice bridge to get me to game of thrones that is all I know of, of TV. Okay. You, well, that was a weird, like, we have nothing to talk about for TV, and then we've got but wait. eight minutes of t- TV talk. Hell yeah. What do you want to get into next? We've got movies and we've got video games. Let's talk about some of these video games coming up. It's time for video games. <laughs> I was just about to ask Brandon, but he informed me no, so I'll tell you about my experiences in playing the new RE2 demo, because... Resident Evil 2 comes out January 25th. I I have it downloaded. For yes. those who don't know, you can download a what is it? Half hour. 
half hour demo or it will just stop you at a certain point no too. Uh, from what i hear it you have a half hour to play no i'm, I'm saying it the gameplay only goes so far i oh, did the half hours certain part limit okay. in 26 minutes it told me i see I what you're it. saying uh well do you think you're better than everybody yeah no there's some nerds out there doing like three under four minute speed runs i'm like okay obviously <laughs> you're awesome but uh this game if this demo is any indication and all the you know predecessing stuff you know from last year and uh, random gameplay footage. This game is going to be awesome. Resident Evil 2, not my favorite Resident Evil. Certainly one of the better Resident Evils historically. I remember I took that day off of school, uh, like my sophomore year when it came out, and me and my buddy went and got it, split the two discs, swapped <laughs> when we were ready. Uh, such a great game. Like, That's historic- right, because it was, it was a disc for each Claire like, and person you were playing as. Yeah, yeah okay. and then it's so cool seeing the stories God, it's intersect. Been so long. Everything I've hoped, read, speculated on myself seen others speculate on tells me it's going to be re2 inspired new resident evil 2 you mm. know like it's very aware of its characters but from what i understand is that there's a lot of the same instances and plot points and of course characters in the last game that make a kind of reimagined yeah it's uh, not going to be beat by this beat. new game and this is going to be expanded it's going to have new uh, pl- uh places new settings mm-hmm. um of course new technology the the over the show, shoulder, no longer fixed camera angle looks really, really cool in this game. Sort of resident. I mean, that's the way they've been going since four. Yes, uh, I'm just I'm four, so pumped up six. for this. Uh, I would definitely recommend you to pick up the uh, the one shot demo, as it's called. It's a quick little seven gigabyte update. Play it once, maybe twice. Get rid of it and just build that anticipation. If you if you can do that in the next ten days, because yeah. in ten days. Resident Evil 2 comes out. You know what's awesome January is 25th. I get off of work early that day, and I'm probably going to go pick up a copy. Yeah, might as well. I don't like paying 60 bucks. Is there a pre-order bucks. bonus? Uh, not that I'm aware of, okay. but I'm sure there is somewhere. I don't like paying 60 bucks. I really don't, but being a Resident Evil fan, being that I'm so hyped for this game. and 60 this, bucks is not that bad nowadays. Not though. Nowadays, you're right. I mean, right. really, if you think about what you buy for 60 bucks, that's like, that's two meals. Yeah. Yeah, if you eat like us anyways, Kings, yeah. obviously. Uh, not Burger King. But um, I, I just I'm so excited for this game. I would definitely recommend anyone who's a Resident Evil fan or curious about becoming a Resident Evil fan check out this demo. It's scary. Just like the the use of lighting and the um, the audio in the game is very frightening. The graphics look amazing. It's the same uh, engine that ran Resident Evil Seven, so it's very clean looking. But very... hopefully, a better game. Yeah. I, yeah. Well. Well. Sorry, no, Resident Evil 7 was the de- the good one. Sorry, 6 was the shitty one. Oh, 6 was horrible. Sorry. Everybody knows that. Wait, so it's the same engine as Resident Evil 7, which was first-person perspective. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, anyways, that's something to to uh, sink your teeth into. Zombie right. pun, kind of? Zombie pun. I guess. Well, anyway, so Resident Evil 2 comes out on January, January 25th. 25th. Uh, a few days later, for those that are interested, Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out. I'm not, so it eh, doesn't apply. Yeah, but neither of us. their own. I'm, I'm curious about it. And I think that there's something to be said about having a long all of these Disney characters kind of show up in important pieces of the story. But um, I don't know. It's just not something I'm really looking forward to, nor will I buy. It will be a big title, though. I'd be, it'd be fun to get my hands on. I would try a demo of it, and I think that would be a good way to... I sometimes things with, with things like this, when you're getting into the third or fourth or how many of your uh, entries later, how much will I miss out... You know, yeah. not having played any of the prequels. Games get fairly good about making it so that you don't have to know. Like, you you will benefit from knowing the previous games, Certainly. but you don't have to know. Well, that could be something uh, kind of in someone's back pocket. So check this out. From 
starting in February, going February 15th to just a week later, there are big games. This feels like... Well, there's multiple on This feels like 15th fourth alone. quarter early, you know, uh, 2019. Yeah. It's like it's late in the year, and made feel, early in the new year. I actually feel really bad for all of these games that are coming out on February 15th. That's, what happened on February 15th? Because we have 15th? Far Cry New Dawn. You know what? It feels like... Sorry, go ahead. Uh, ju- we have Jump Force, mm-hmm. Crackdown, and Metro Exodus. It's almost like every publishing company outside of uh, Microsoft and you know their exclusive title of uh, Crackdown 3 said let's stick it to Microsoft and release all our shit on their day hmm. because Microsoft you know had originally intended for Crackdown 3 to come out in 2018 summer if I remember correctly and now it's getting pushed back and it's finally released on February 15th oh and sorry so are all these other huge titles Jump Force will probably be the least uh, likely to me uh, to you know just something I'm probably just gonna sleep on the other three I'm very interested in playing, especially Metro Exodus. Uh, and then just a week later, I didn't realize this till I looked it up just a few days ago, on February 22nd, Anthem's coming out. That's going to be a lot of video games, a lot of traffic. You know, what's interesting is is you were just mentioning how Crackdown 3 has changed. and Well, Mex- Metro Exodus was on February 22nd and moved a week up. So now you have, so which 15th. is weird to me because it's like I recognize Anthem is going to be a bigger game than it's out all of, the fire, of those others. The pan. But now you are you're not you're not competing with one big game. You're competing with four fairly big games. In yeah. fact, Crackdown Three is a really big one too. Yeah. So I don't see why they did that. It's kind of weird to me. Is Anthem casting that big of a shadow? Well, certainly, they're I don't coming, know. where it's coming from would suggest it is. Have you seen any of the gameplay videos on that? Because I've really IGN been did a whole like. I know they did. Uh, I've been really trying to stay away because I want to be just completely unaware. But I, well, but I think you have to understand what the gameplay is to know if whether or not you want to buy it. Well, see, that's where you come in. I need you to buy it because you're kind of the crash <laughs> test dummy. Oh, okay. You got more money I than look I like do, it. and then you can, you know, kind of be my guide because I feel like we largely have similar tastes in video games. Yeah. And then I can kind of make my choices based off of that. It, it as looks far really as interesting. Putting money down. Yeah, it looks... It, it, there's so much of it that reminds me of Destiny. Yeah, and I'm not a big Destiny fan. I'm not either, but I think that this takes some of the better parts of Destiny and then makes it its own with the way it, w- it uses movement and those kind of jet plaque, jet plaque? Mm-hmm. jetpack flying suits. Um, and That's every, what happens if you... Yeah, sorry. What do they call the, the suits? Um, javelins. Javelin. Every javelin is a bit different, whether it's... This kind of giant, bulky, strong one, or yeah, whether you it's heavy, kind of this you got your stealthy, you thin, got your all over one. Yeah, there's like a there's like a thin one that kind of uh, flips around and, and gains movement and momentum, and then there's one that kind of works off of what looks like almost magic spells. So it's really interesting the different options you have there in the javelins. And I, I guess think those are the equivalent of like classes, basically. Yeah, in a sense, but but it's unique. The, this game has gone in a different way than most have gone with classes. So. Let's let's take it back to Resident Evil, okay. Two, and then Far Cry, and then Jump Force, Crackdown, Metro, Anthem. If you had to rank three of which in any particular order that you're more interested in than the others, which three kind of stand out to you? Anthem. Okay, so here's the thing. Far Cry New Dawn is a known quantity. Like I know what to expect there. Yeah, and less than a year after Far Cry Five, I'm yeah. just kind of like. But I'm I'm looking forward to the post-apocalyptic style of this one. So it doesn't seem I like I a am full game very to looking me. forward to it. I know, right? It doesn't it seems like almost just DLC. almost like a d- giant DLC though. Giant, sure. I'm 
I'm looking forward to Far Cry, but I kind of feel like Anthem is my top because of it, it, it is an unknown. Uh, Crackdown 3, because I have been just... Not like I'm waiting for this game. Like I'm not a huge Crackdown fan, but I am enough to the point where I'm like, God, just release the game already. Let F. me experience whatever the whatever it is that is taking so long. Um, Terry Crews can finally relax. I know he can stop working out. Yeah, and Metro Exodus, um, only because those are always always quality, solid quality, games. and they're adult. You know what I mean? Not mm-hmm. like as in you know like sex content or anything like that. It's just the pacing. The story, it's not like a big, bright, bang, boom, yeah. shoot them up. It's fun. It's a story-based shooter. It's Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, I am, of course, looking the most uh, to Resident Evil 2. Huge Resident Evil fan all my life. Uh, then Metro Exodus. I love Metro games. And, guys, like anytime you see like just Metro 2033 and Metro Last Light on digital for like six bucks for both games, dude, that's a Subway sandwich. Get those games, even if you haven't played them in a while, or if you already own them in times past, replay them. They're better than you remember. They're still Trust good, me. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to start see the reviews. I have high expectations for it. And then, yeah, I'm not really feeling this new Far Cry. I'm still playing Five from time to time. You know, just doing old missions that I, I never did the first time through, or something like mm-hmm. that. So I'm I'm good on Far Cry for now. Uh, probably Anthem. Well, then stop playing it so that when this thing comes out, you can... Yeah, that's a fair point. And then, yeah, I guess Anthem is probably some. Now, will you be opening your... Do you plan to open your wallet for any of these? I for sure will be buying Resident Evil 2 like I shared a few minutes ago. I will... Honestly, if you're buying Resident Evil 2, I might just wait till you're done with it. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, I, I can see myself buying Anthem, mm-hmm. but only... I'm not going to buy it day one. I'm going to kind of wait. Until it drops down a little, maybe? Yeah, give it... Well, no, 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 it no. I mean, like, I'm well, going to wait a week or two just oh, okay. to see what reviews are. Sure. And if people What would go it take for there, you to get out there from, like, say, composite scores from three sites you go to a lot, or whatever Metacritic has to say about it? What would it take for you to be like, this is worth a, a well, purchase? Well, it's, it's not necessarily about the scores. It's just about, are people saying... What they're saying? Yeah, what they're saying about it. Sorry. Like, are they, are they, are they saying it's, it's too much like Destiny? In the gameplay, are they saying that there's... Because one of the things I do notice is that there's like a a lot of enemies and they may not... They, they just kind of randomly show up as you kind of go around these uh, sort of caves or levels or whatever you want to call them. And I, I'm, I'm afraid that it's um, deep in some ways, but shallow in others. And well, Yes, I exactly. Like it might be so so big of a world that everything just seems... Like scaled down just as filler inside of that huge world. Yeah, I want a big world, but where I feel like everything I'm dealing with is a big deal still. I don't want just waves of enemies that all look the same. And all I'm doing is just trying to eliminate them. Sure. I want something a little bit more. And so it really depends on if this game can deliver that. And if if it does, then I'm, I'm, I'm all game. No pun intended. If it doesn't then I'm probably just going to hold off, maybe red box it for a week, maybe. Yeah. Those are the games we're looking forward to playing, and there's others too, but these are the bigger titles that are kind of jumping off the page. What are you still playing now? What's getting you uh, your hours on your console? So I finished Red Dead. Finished it? I'm Well, I finished the main storyline. With story an asterisk line. of sorts? So I finished the main storyline only to find out that there's two more chapters where you play as John Marston, and I had no idea. In the time of the of Red Dead Two, or like, does it jump 
to Red it's Dead. It's still in a linear fashion. I, I assume, oh, okay. and I haven't finished it, but I assume that this is going to kind of take us to where maybe the original Red Dead Hands Redemption off. It kind starts. of relates right there. That's great. Don't tell me anymore because I haven't gotten there yet. Uh, I've already had the ending pseudo spoiled for me. I know it's on a sliding scale of your behavior. Dude, it's the internet. You go on the right. internet. It's, it's just I, some I stupid don't know thumbnail. What other, in fact, actually, now that you bring that up, I don't know what other endings there are. If they if there are different ones, but I it'd be worth looking up because I I'm curious if what I experienced had to do with how good I was or if I was bad if it was was your honor in else. the red or in the white or were you like did it you was get, in the white okay so you probably got a one of the better endings or a a how good many ending. endings are there I, that I haven't heard I have heard there multiple though interesting so just <clears throat> okay you know when you're talking about what you were hoping for with Anthem and what you're kind of hoping to avoid. I think Red Dead does that awesomely. Huge world, expanding as the story expands, yet nothing feels cheap, you know? It's not yeah. just like, hey, we're bad guys. Like, it happens so randomly. You know what I, I notice is they like to trap you on bridges. I like that. Huh. They'll trap either side okay. of the bridge. My horse finally died the other day. Wasn't able to save him. That's all. <laughs> cool. That's what I've been up to. But yeah, Red Dead is a lot I have, of what I'm I have had my horse hit by a uh, train. Yeah. But it was, I, I was, you know how you can ride up next to a train and press the button to hop on the train. And so I did that and I was like, cool, I'm just going to ride the train to my destination. And then I'm like, wait, where's my horse? And I whistle and it's like, your horse has died. And I was like, what? So I had to run back on foot all the way back to only to find my horse after I hopped off of it, decided to turned toward the train and it just fucking died. He missed you. So then I had to pick up my saddle and then, which makes you walk slower. Super And slow. so I'm just sitting there running along the train track trying to get back to town. I'm like, well, I took the train to save some time and this is really not taking time, saving me any time. Live and learn. Anyway, that was life a, was different in the 1800s, but it is a good ending. Um, it, uh, then it does admittingly, yeah, kicks into a prologue, which is, fucking farming simulator at this point <laughs> I'm, so it's, it's kind of boring slow start like i mean just this, like this game starts slow this game starts very slow and this prologue admittingly starts almost even slower and i'm having a hard time playing through it but i will finish it but. oh absolutely you deserve it the game deserves it <laughs> still an awesome it was game really such good. a good game what are you playing that okay pretty much and then, you know, just the and game. Overwatch. Yeah, we'll always be playing Overwatch. That game damn near came out three years ago, just like when we started this podcast. Such, Where's the time going? such a good game. and Still a good game. New things coming out continuously? Well, not always for the better, but that's okay. No. Season by season, it changes. This isn't an Overwatch podcast. You know what you like. You know to what be. you don't like. <laughs> you might like hearing us talk about movies if we're done with video games. Yep. We are done with video games. So we're going to talk about Aquaman and a few other movies. It's coming at you. Aquaman. We saw it. It's... Did you see it? Yeah, I saw it with you. Oh, cool. Yeah. Surprisingly, and I don't say this as a compliment, I didn't fall asleep in this movie. Kind of wanted to at points. Where where should we start unpacking? Okay, so here's... Not a, a lot to spoil, really. No, there's there's really not. There's... His, um, I mean, they're, they're fighting over the ocean. I don't know ocean. if we need to. We don't need to go into spoilers because really... If, the, if it this happens is not, to come up in conversation, then so be it. I don't think this should be, be an in-depth discussion um i think we should really just talk about kind of ge the 
general topics of what we liked and what we didn't like. And I think, so the way I look at this movie is I was happy with the movie about two-thirds of the way because at no point was I thinking that this was a bad movie. Like every, not every, besides Wonder Woman, but most of the DC movies that have come out, you start watching it and it's almost like right from the get-go, you're like, oh, this is bad. Like Suicide Squad, wow, this is bad. Oh, yeah. Batman v Superman, this is really bad. Like, And so I'm so used to that from DC movie. And when this came out, not only were the reviews pretty good, um, I was going in kind of going, I'm really trying not to have, hold judgment on anything and I, I just want to experience it. And when I had that mindset, it was a decent movie two-thirds of the way through. And then the the whole movie shift tone in the later third part of the movie. And I don't get why it had to do that. It ruined the whole thing for me. Yeah, it... Well, I, mean, I don't we, know if this is a pun when I'm about to say no pun intended, but it kind of sunk it from underneath. It really did. Yeah. It had built a decent, decent movie to that point. And what we're talking about specifically, I think, is when he comes back to the ocean they have that basically huge overblown just i'm gonna use a word not to sound snarky bloated it was just bloated like when you ate you too mean? much food what are you talking about the city that ocean battle at the end just oh, the like, battle yeah it's just would, like okay. what is going on here well so there's so it was just so hollywood epic fake epic yeah and that's the problem it was fake epic so here here are the the good things about it um there were some real memorable moments like when he is going into atlantis and it's just this beautiful place and it kind of reminded me when you go into wakanda for the first time right Mm -hmm. and you see um the the wakandan city when they're driving the plane through that kind of like what do you call it the the field the shroud field or whatever yeah um and then you kind of see it and you're like whoa this city in itself is alive what you see on the outside versus what you see on the inside yeah Yeah. and it's sort of the same they were i think they were kind of going with that same feeling. And I think they did a pretty good job of making it so that like when you're underwater, everything is really beautiful and done fairly well. There are little issues like why are they talking underwater? How do they do that? In why the do they ori- have a glass screen on their ships underwater? <laughs> the first time we see him when they're underwater, they have to create a bubble around them to talk. Remember that? Yes. In um, the dawn of, fighting together friends and yeah justice league Beach justice league. yeah um and so that's like there's like point. little things there that i was like okay things are inconsistent but i can let that go yeah new director new vision sure i think the character was fun i think that his broiness actually worked for him and it was funny and it was kind of more of a light-hearted movie with little undertones of seriousness right like mm-hmm. his father and stuff but then at the later third of the movie oh and then i should actually do want to say um, Black Mantis. Black Manta. Sorry, what did I say? Mantis, Ma- Mantis is a Mantis, an insect. Yeah. They don't live in the ocean. So Black Manta, when when Black Manta showed showed up, things were really cool. Like both in the original scene, the first scene when oh, he, the you get submarine. his background, and you're like, that's a good background. Um, it gives a motivation. An origin story, yeah. And it well, and it's different, but it's similar to the real story because Aquaman does kill his father, but then he also kills Aquaman's father. Anyway, so, um, but I, I liked, I liked that whole Black Manta thing. I thought his costume was cool. I thought that action scene in Greece was really good. But then the later third of the movie came and the action scenes were shit. 
They were very, like you say, bloated. Yeah. And like when you just eat too much for the sake of just eating. Yeah. You're like, wow, you're not hungry anymore. You've already been like, satisfied. And you don't need to do it like this. It yeah. doesn't. And you're introducing characters that we don't really know anything about. Oh, just throwing them out. So you can have out, an like, ent- boom, bam. They boom. had an entire battle, but you don't know anything about the other side of the people. You, you know who's bad, and you're just assuming the other side is good. The one, I guess, redemptive thing about that overblown epic Lord of the Rings wannabe ocean battle <laughs> was, and if anyone Gimli saw this, is a crab. Yes. <laughs> it was Gimli as a crab, totally... and, then, and he was a crab person. The crab people from South Park, he, they looked like crab, crab people. people. <laughs> they did. I don't know how anyone can deny it or not see it. If you know what we're talking about, it's undeniable. It's they looked like crab people, and it was clearly, um, I forget the dude's actual name, but Gimli, the battle dwarf. It sounded just like him. It had to have been it... him, or it had to have been patterned after him, or some type Which, of like I don't know how they do that thing. without knowing the connection that's made, that everybody's going to think about it. Yeah. You mentioned his broiness, which was actually made him, you know, that was just was touched. Up, well, it was just touched upon a little bit in um, Dawn of Just. God damn, I can't remember which Justice League. Justice League, and then, but it actually kind of like annoyed me in that movie. And then they fully kind of flushed it out in this movie, which I was like, oh, okay, good. I, yeah, I see yeah. that now. But then he went all like kingly at the end, just because he defeated that Hydra monster in the underneath because he told him I'm a king. And then he started speaking in like all reverent, like like a king. I'm like, what changed? Yeah, no, it's, it's, and that's the biggest problem I have with this movie. Such a shift, is, and for the like, la- no reason. They, they were they found opportunities for little like snarky remarks and jokes and broiness throughout the entire movie until he becomes the king, and then all of a sudden that humor is completely gone. And there are so he goes many. Cold opportunities during these really serious moments to do what Marvel movies do, which is sort of like, let's make a little lighthearted joke in here real quick. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and it kind of just lightens the mood and it just makes you kind of feel a little bit more on a certain level where you're like, it's not too sad, not too angry, but also not too happy or funny. And yeah, I feel like they had so many opportunities and they didn't take any of them. And instead they turned the movie into this, super serious trying too hard to be epic battle film and it did not work at all yeah it it had different identities uh between the stages of the movie it wasn't a lot good to me there was a lot that i was just like well that's doesn't make sense for instance i actually like the the black manta character me too for something i or some one i didn't know much about i thought he had a cool look but do you remember when uh his bad brother who i can't remember his name king something who later calls himself ocean master and gets a dorky new outfit who, yeah he looked like a goof well you know you're you're kind of based off of like comics like 1930s i mean if you think comics, about it but loki I'm ocean master loki in oh, the no. movies looks like an idiot yeah but at least but they was, somehow made him look cool in they the somehow made him look cool because they still had a good character written. they even make fun of it i just rewatched sorry quick sidebar i recently rewatched thor ragnarok and they even make fun of that with his horns mm-hmm. like in that movie he's like yeah i don't know what i was thinking i just thought it made me look cool <laughs> i'm like i love that anyways this movie i don't understand how his brother said you know when he basically recruited manta you know to kill arthur this story by the way was basically king arthur it makes sense as to why his name's arthur now i was kind of like critical of that first mm-hmm. but i'm like oh well, i guess what's in the name but he recruits manta and he sends him like a message saying i would do it myself you know 
So can the Atlanteans come to the surface or not? Because I felt they were really inconsistent with that. Like some of the soldiers had to have water on them. No, no. So here's some the of thing. Them, they say this. I've missed and that. It, they say it, and it's a stupid expl- explanation. Royalty can breathe out of water. So why didn't he just come to the surface to kill his brother? Because he's not real royalty? Or, I mean, um, they shared I, the same mother, I, the queen. I, I'm sure they touched on that, and I, I don't remember. Nah. But whatever it is, I mean, if he's the ruler of, of a certain place... There's certain, He's the you, ocean master. He rules the whole ocean. You can't just... Well, he calls himself the ocean master. Oh, he wanted to become the ocean master. Yeah. Um, but you maybe you can't just go and kill your your brother or something like that. It looks bad. I don't really remember. Yeah, they had a lot of sea laws, and they were very inconsistent. Right. With, With like the, the way the five wars tribes. work. There are seven yeah. tribes and four seven. left or something like uh, that. I, and, I, I checked out by that point, quite honestly. But that same scene where he gives them the Atlantic atlantean technology to make it like a blast ray how does he harness that five minutes in his lab and make it into his i know tech i was just like oh cool he understands atlantean technology i don't know why they didn't just be like here's a manta suit yeah we just give it to him just that way and that you don't need to have him that would have been so much better but instead he builds it it himself yeah i was just like rolling my eyes okay the number one scene pirates have very strong degrees in he must have gone to devry or something <laughs> obviously obviously to fry by the sea one of the things what there was me you a couple of other people like all four or five of none us none of the others are important <laughs> well obviously they're not with us here but the people the unimportant people we watched this movie with there was one scene in particular where we all were like literally did we just watch that it, blink and you miss it but when everything's being destroyed in greece right and all the buildings are crumbling, crumbling oh, yeah. down. The guy's like, I'm trapped. Well, yeah, a piece of a giant piece of a structure falls huge, on like somebody. old Greek marble, like 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 the Acropolis style, <laughs> falls on a dude. He's That's like, true. Ah, he looks crushed in Aquaman, who apparently is Superman too in this movie. He's like they, inhumanly they, strong. They talk about how he's got super strength, sure. Ah. But he lifts it up, and the guy just goes, oh, and he you. gets and up and he runs. gets up and runs away. Not just like, and you're like hobbles dude, or gets helped up. A giant piece of marble, like that, had to be several tons fell on your leg so dumb. how are you and you couldn't get out how so, are you okay so here's the thing if this movie had been a spoof movie like that was funny this clearly wasn't trying to be a spoof yes. it was still trying to tell a, a, like a serious story to some degree and like did anyone proof this like how does this make it through to the final funny. theatrical release all of us that were in the theater all it was, chuckled at that exact and same spot that's not a movie you should be laughing at no. at that point and that but, means that like th- that means that multiple people had to watch that and go yeah, that's fine. Or like nobody the said, like, Come I'm on. walking away if you if you take that out. Yeah, like I don't, no, I'm I don't a firm believer that, that uh, one is not paralyzed when their legs are crushed by eight tons of marble. Oh, that guy would have been dead a hundred percent, let alone being able to run, not walk away. Yeah, yeah. I did like it when like so some, there was a piece of a building falling, and he he like ran and like shouldered it out of the way to yeah. save a girl. I'm that like, was kind of cool. that was cool. Like. That makes sense, but doing the whole "I'm gonna lift it off of you" that was so stupid. This movie was long. I felt like it was longer than it needed to be. I felt like when they go tomb raiding with the drop of water for yeah. the uh, that that really it lost did me. seem to go a little bit long, but it was kind of showing them building a relationship, which was kind of that was shallow flat. anyway. That was a. F- I'm sorry, that's yeah. another thing I wanted to say. Sha- that, shallow, flat, whatever you want to call that it. That dynamic but we both, between I think, them, there was the no chemistry between them. No. And um, I don't even know what her name but was. But it was also a s- small chance for a little bit of humor, which w- I can appreciate. But no, you're right. It did not need to be that long. It did not all need to be there. 
Overall, I think we're both in agreement that this was movie a great movie was this movie had potential, and the f- first part was much better than the last part. Yeah, it had a, a fresh start. Like that first scene was pretty rocking, and then you get the the ex- explan- explanation as to who he is, and then it really just I kind of checked out probably about halfway through, and by the time the third act, the f- climax came yeah, around, I was like, just this like, this is, is laughably weird and bad. I don't uh, know why DC does that kind of stuff. Like, you've got to have people like you got to have people who are comic book fans slash movie fans. That, here, here's the that thing to see speak that, to that stuff and say something. hundred percent. And here's the thing to speak to that because, of course, what's the comparison? Fair or not? MCU. I've rewatched a fair amount of the MCU movies because uh, so many of them are popping up on Netflix, just as you know, something like to go to bed to or something like that. What name, even if it's written by this guy or directed by this guy, what name, other than Stan Lee, you know, because they got to put him as an executive producer, what other name comes up constantly in the last 10 years? That like, Kevin Feige name, right? Yeah. Or I don't know if I'm pronouncing that. So he's like the quality checker on all these movies. Yeah. If and you he look, does a good these job movies are it. in such different pockets of the universe, yet they reference each other, they're aware of what's going on in each other. The DC movies are not. They're well, just they like have. So here's the thing around. they have Jeff Johns. Jeff Johns is he's, supposed to be that. But he's it's no not. he's no Kevin Feige, apparently. Yeah. I don't know. And there's so much more to it than we'll ever understand. I get that. But people are like, oh, this is the best movie since Wonder Woman. I'm like, that doesn't make that, it... That, that doesn't make it awesome. That that's means a very it's not bar. as shitty as most of the other DC movies. That's really that's what that means. that's not a, a ring and endorsement. I, no. I did not like this. At the end of it, I wish that I just kind of hadn't seen it. I'm glad I did just to... I mean, we kind of have to see these just like that's just it's who we are. It's my obligation what whether we're doing this podcast or not as a fan, but yeah, this was just, it was, it wasn't good. I'm not saying it was bad or it sucked. It just, the end did ruin it. I would give the first part of the movie, maybe like an 85, 83, 85. I'd give the latter part of the movie like a 40. And so so, it's like, it's a D it's like a D ish quality movie. It still at the end of the day was not that good. I really like Jason Momoa. He's cool. Everything else plays a better Dothraki. Um, oh right, because Game of Thrones, yeah, yeah. called Drago. Um, so, and it's funny actually because we we started watching Game of Thrones after right afterwards after seeing that movie. Yeah, and I was like, Does that guy look familiar? And she's like, Yeah. And I'm Did like, you That's check Aquaman. the couch cushions after you guys sat up when he's on screen? Anyways, uh, yeah, soaking. Yeah, yeah, coming from you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this movie was directed by James Wan, which yep. made sense as to I'm forgetting the guy's name, but the the bad guy, the bad brother. James Wan puts that dude there like friends in real life in all of his movies. He's the guy from Conjuring, Insidious, you name it, that guy's in it. So uh-huh. kind of made sense. Got me thinking. Hey, let me get my little document here. Just as a fun little piece of trivia as we're winding down uh, this episode. James Wan, he's a director. Okay, so we're we're <laughs> switching into a sort of trivia game that you're going to... Feel free to play along. And yeah, I want to give you a, a, just a little fun so we're little done. Thing. We're done with Aquaman. Don't see it. <laughs> don't see it with your money wait do we talk about Spider-Man yet Spider-Man Far From Home oh shit let's just really quickly give a two minute thing on Spider-Man Far From Home trailer and go we saw Mysterio in the flesh for the Handsome. first time yeah and I mean he, yeah he looks like the Prince of Persia but he I mean it's just I can't explain it but I just I'm in love with the whole so like, is he a Spider-Man what thing is, what is Mysterio yeah Who he, is Mysterio? He's, he's, he's sort of a magician but trickster like so how's he flying and shooting green i don't i mean that's the thing the is, is and who is the dude is that like sandman but he's waterman 
Or, well, I don't know. Or, but those could be things that Mysterio created. You're totally right, because Mysterio is a bad guy, even though he's made to look pseudo-good guy. I bet he created... He's not made to look good guy. He kind of comes... Looks like he's coming to Spider-Man's aid. No, he's fighting Spider-Man. In the trailer? Yeah. No. Did we watch the same trailer? I think you watched like a fan-made one. No, I didn't. <laughs> you might have. You might have watched but, the bootleg. Or maybe maybe they tried to make it look one way, but maybe I just know Mysterio's a bad guy, so everything I saw him in was... You guys are going to have to tweet us as to whose side you're on here. So anyway, so uh, we see that they're what are your wrong opinions? in London, I think it is, right? Europe. I'm just going to say Europe because that's all I can tell. <laughs> they're in Europe. It looks like Italy to me. Which is the same as London. Um, basically, to us Americans. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's but, all part of Brexit. So, so he, I was wondering if he was going to get the uh, UK Spider-Man suit. Oh, that'd be sweet. Which is an ugly suit, but it, it'd be kind of cool. A cool yeah. Shout out. But um, yeah, it, we do see some of the suits. We see that he's got the noir suit yes, at some point. Yes, that, that for a brief second, I was like, wait, did I see that? And yep. then I just moved my little time cursor back. I did. And I'm not sure how they're going to fit that in, how's but that I don't gonna, care because I just work? want it It could just there? be part of it like a dream sequence. I'd be okay with that. I still. would be fine with that. Yeah. And, but I... God, Mysterio, he just looks cool. And I'm so glad that they're not going with the same, like, corny looking, I guess. Like, okay, let's get one of the goblins in or let's get. Yeah, I I appreciate that. They're kind of going with some of, like, the still, like, important, but, like, minor compared to, like, your Doc Ox, your Venoms, your Goblins. I want to see Craven next. Oh, yeah. It's mandatory. Tom Selleck's got to play him before he gets too old. (laughs) Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck would make a great Craven the Hunter. I don't know. The Craven's bulked out. A young buff Tom Selleck. Sure. From okay. like his Magnum PI days. Okay, I said two minutes. Let's honor that. Here's the question that I think a lot of like if you were to open up the comment section on YouTube, I'm sure this would come up a lot. When is this movie? Is in the MCU chronology? Is it before Avengers Four? Is it after mm. Avengers Four? Because then if it's after Avengers Four, aka uh, you know, Thanos' Revenge. What's I, the movie I, called? I have a feeling it's before. Infinity War. Which is weird to me. But it kind of should be, though, because then... It has to be. Because we all know Spider-Man's coming back anyways. At no point did they talk about 50% of the population being exactly. gone. Exactly. And it wouldn't be all, like, happy-go-lucky, and half of Europe would be not there. Let's let's take it from... When 50% of the population is gone, you don't go on a school field trip. No. Like, so I, it has to be before those events. It should be. And yeah. that way, it doesn't technically, as far as the timeline that we see on screen, spoil anything. And maybe it'll be like a Captain Marvel thing, right? Where you're kind of like, you you see what's happening, and then maybe that movie, and I'm, I'm assuming that Captain Marvel kind of has this, but like maybe uh, at the end of the movie is when there's some sort of call to action for the events that are about to happen yeah. in the movie. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. And this way, it's isolated, and it just kind of lives on its own. Uh, I do like that they're kind of like, may be aware of one of the criticisms of homecoming is too much involvement from iron man and they even make a point saying in this trailer you're on your own now right i like that happy's still there yeah but he's like a liaison Hitting on He'll his probably be... hand. Oh, i man, love Marissa the fact Tomei that looks so good i know she really She's does. damn near 50 and i love the fact that they are going with an aunt may that's kind of just like younger and attractive and all of the other members of Avengers of yeah, some sort. Like, like they're MJ, like hitting MJ's on her. a lot different looking. And I just... I, I like the liberties they're taking that. here. Yeah, I do too. It it should be a fun movie. Okay, this is way July. more than two minutes. It's like been like three. I know. So let's get into your game. Okay. Explain it. So guys, there's a couple different directors because I was thinking, oh, James Wan, 
did um, Aquaman. Aquaman. And so I just looked up some other select movies from other directors who are known for kind of being in that fandom scape. And I'm going to give you three titles from five different directors, one at a time, and I need you to rank them middle. Wait, who starts at the First, middle? First, second, and third. High, middle, low, something okay, like yeah. that. All right. You t- now you're talking scores based on on Rotten Tomatoes. Thank you for asking. Okay. So I'm gonna. Some of them are like really tight. Some of them are, should be pretty obvious. So let's start with James Wan. Uh, I selected three titles of, the, and these are just the ones they've directed. I'm not saying these are the only movies they've directed, but specifically where they're credited as the director. All right. So James Wan. Mm-hmm. He did Aquaman. He did Saw, and he did The Conjuring. Rank them high, mid, low. So again, that's Conjuring. Saw, Aquaman. I'm going to say Conjuring, Aquaman, and Saw in that order. Yeah, good job. So if you were playing along or you know listening to him play along, then good job. <laughs> Conjuring was 86% yeah. Rotten Tomatoes. Aquaman, 64 which I don't get. And Saw was 49%. And it's amazing that a 49% movie can get sequel after sequel after sequel. Only, yeah, like nine sequels a year. Jesus. Pretty cool. All right. How about this? J.J. Abrams, ready? Try yep. this on for size. So we've got Star Trek Into Darkness, The Force Awakens, and Super 8. Super 8 is top. Okay. And then Star Wars, and then Star Trek. All wrong. Uh, Force Awakens, 93. That's the high of the three. Mm. Star Trek Into Darkness, 85. Mm. And then Super 8, 81. So I really don't remember much from Super 8, but I kind of thought that, that would you were trying to trick me, and you weren't. Okay. Nope. How about this? Zack Snyder, our beloved Zack Snyder. So I've got three... Are any of them over 20%? We'll find out. (laughs) I've got three select titles from Zack Snyder. I don't know. Watchmen is number one. Okay, well, can you wait? (laughs) I'm just taking a wild guess if that's that's on there. All right. Go ahead. Pipe down. Dawn of the Dead, Mm. Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Department of Justice. That's where the Department of Justice started (laughs) when they gave each other a high five. And Watchmen. So, okay, Watchmen's at the top. Okay. And then I would say Dawn of the Dead, and then I'd say Batman v Superman. All wrong. Really? Yeah, man, you're out of touch. Dawn of the Dead is the highest rated one, 75%. Watchmen, surprisingly, when I looked this up, only 64%. Really? Wonder how the TV show's going to be. Uh, and then, of course, I tossed you a softball, Batman vs Superman, 27%. All right, just two more, and then we're out of here. Okay. Okay, Christopher Nolan. This one's going to be fun. Okay. Uh, I... Did three very similar titles, as you can imagine. So give me between Batman Begins, Dark Knight, and Dark Knight Rises, high to low. Dark Knight, Batman Begins, Dark Knight Rises. I thought so, too. I was wrong. So are you. Really? Dark Knight, for sure, number one. Yeah. Uh, high, 94%. This one's close, though, so it's not like there's really wrong, but technically. Uh, Dark Knight Rises actually outscored Batman Begins by 3% as far as critical reception. I'm really surprised. I am, too, and I'm pissed. All right, last one. Joss Whedon. Uh, I've selected Age of Ultron. Serenity and the Avengers. Avengers, Serenity, Age of Ultron. Boom. Got a little redemption at the end. Yeah, 92, 83, and 75 in that Mm. order you listed. Just kind of fun. Yeah, I like that. That Uh, What other games should we play before we wrap up this episode? (laughs) So as we end every episode, we like to do two things. We like to give a shadow of the synopsis, where in this case, I'm going to read Brandon a synopsis of a TV show or movie or video game, and he's just got to guess what the title is. I'm going to champion it for all of us, guys. We're going to get it. And then he's going to close it down with an awesome quote in geek history for... For For us. For for him to leave you with. You get what I'm saying. Okay, so you you know it's true. Are you ready for this this synopsis? Yes, please. Hit it. This story focuses on Sid Sherman, a.k.a. Codex. 
She is a priestess in an online guild called the Knights of Good, who play countless hours of a fantasy MMORPG video game referred to as The Game. Sid tries to lead a normal life, separating her real life and her online life, but one day, one of her guildmates, Warlock Zabu, misinterprets regular game chatting for flirting, becomes a bit of a stalker, and ends up moving into her apartment building. Sid now needs help getting rid of Zabu, so she does the unthinkable. She calls the guild together, but in this time, to meet in person for the first time. Sounds really familiar. I feel like I'm going to be wrong, but I'm very confident in the answer I want to give. Is this the guild? It is. Okay, yeah, I thought so. Oh my gosh. I know I said the word guild in there, and I was like, I'm just going to leave it in there because I feel like it's... I I knew it before that, at least as far as what I wanted to guess, but that just kind of firmed it up. Uh, That had Hal Sparks in it. He's funny. I Mm. forget which character his name is or what his character's name is. Good show. Okay. Yeah, I thought it would be a little bit, you know... I, I. a little bit of a harder one because that was an online web it series. It was online, YouTube yes. web series. I watched that back in like college, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, we're getting old. And I don't remember that uh, gal who played her, played Sid's real name, but... And then she was in Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog. That's she was, right, She was yeah. great in that, too. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, she also, wrote that, by the way. And no kidding. Yeah. I did not know that. That show went on for a fair length of time. Yeah. Several seasons. Well, <laughs> web seasons. Yeah, still. Anyway. They picked up ads. Um, we are not too far off here because my quote for all of us is from a very funny show that's also kind of like just random and obscure. And remember Reno 911? I love that. Favorite character? Oh, God, I don't know. Well, this quote is from my favorite character played by Nick Swardson. It's Terry. Right. And I just love, well, here, listen to it. Lady at that house over there. Okay. Looking out her window. I'm seeing. What? What did she see? Uh, me. Uh-huh. Uh, totally partying. Can you describe partying for me, please? I in get more a detail. cake, mm-hmm. and then I get my flute, mm-hmm. and I go like this. Terry, can I ask you a question? What? Is that flute another man's penis? Whoa, time out. <laughs> no, time in. No, there's Game. no timeouts. Game there's in. no timeouts in we're life. We're back in play. Well, maybe the flute had balls. Okay, now we're getting I said somewhere. Maybe I didn't say it, yeah. So first of all, I'm not gay. I'm sitting here waiting for my girlfriend to pick me up. You're waiting for your girlfriend to pick you up. What's your girlfriend's name again, Terry? See me. See me. Spelled? S E E E E E M. Silent J I. Oh look who's here! Hi, Hi baby. Me. What's going on here? I, I don't know. The five O's all up in my grill. Why are you guys always harassing him? It's Hi, absolutely Steamy. ridiculous. Hi, sweetie. I love you. Love you, Hi, I'm Simi. Jay is silent. My girlfriend, Simi. So uh, that show it has I have so many good memories watching that show. And I think some of the best memories are actually from the movie itself. The movie was Reno hilarious. 911 Miami. Oddly enough, a cameo by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I And Patton Oswalt. Yeah, and probably some others. I never liked that show when it was originally airing. Yeah. And maybe uh, my humor it. just wasn't there. In retrospect, that's some of the funniest shit. Because you cannot tell what's scripted and what's ad-libbed. Yep. And those are some great ad-libbers in that show, especially like Thomas Lennon, you know, yep. um, Officer or whatever with the short shorts, and Nick Swardson, who's freaking just our style of humor, uh, and a great example of which right there. So I hope that put a smile on your face wherever you're listening to this, whenever you're listening to this. Okay, before we get officially on ad here, don't forget to stay in connection with us. Uh, we tweet, maybe, well, we what, yeah, should. Once in a while. We have the capability of tweeting. We have cell phones. We do, and we use them 
at Random Fandom WB. Friend us on MySpace. On Twitter, too, as well. And our I'll email. I'll put you in my top eight. What? Oh, oh our God. email. That thing used to be so divisive. <laughs> I hate that thing. Yeah. Randomfandomcast at gmail.com is our email. And, and feel free to shoot us an email and let us know uh, your opinion on all of our opinions. And we're going to be back soon because there's always good stuff to talk about. Uh, but please, between now and then, after you're done listening to this, leave a review. Let whatever platform know that uh, you're listening to us on that it's worth the listen because we do appreciate it and just help us grow little by little. And that's what the proctologist told me. And if you're one of those weird people who listen to this all the way through the end, who even I though you know the ending around. is going to have no good content, we we're got just no going to try eggs. to get you to 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 like us on whatever platform. Five stars. We, we especially appreciate you. So we want to tell you. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> no. Ugh. Thanks for being a fan of our fandom. Yeah. And and always, always, always. Stay geeky. <laughs>